This is HPR episode 2003 entitled Using the Incron File Watching Demon and is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is hosted by BEasy and is about 12 minutes long. The summary is I briefly introduce the Incron File Watching Demon and give an example of how I use it. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hey, Hacker Public Radio, this is Be Easy once again, signing in, coming in with another episode. This time I'm going to be talking about the file-watching demon called Incron. Now, I said I would do something with this one before, and now I am going to do it because it's a pretty cool utility, and I don't use it all the time, but when I do, it's always very useful, and I can see how it has lots of applications, situations where uh, that I haven't thought of. So... With no further ado, here we go. So, from the man page, Incron, or more specifically, Incron tab, which is related to Cron and Cron tab, is a file that contains instructions to the Incron D daemon of the general form. Run this command on these files events. There are two categories of tables, system tables with root privileges and user tables with user privileges. And so instead of reading the entire rest of the man page, I'll just let you read it. But if you're installing it, it's usually just called Incron in whatever repository you're looking at. For As far as I know, it's, it's only available for Linux. I'm not exactly sure about BSD. I could probably look that up. But I it is a very useful tool. So one thing that you can do with it, and uh, something that I use it for, is to automatically have tasks happen when a file is either created, modified, deleted, moved, changed status. And they're, they're, the format goes the path, the mask, and the command. Now, the mask is usually what you want to do, and it's usually the event symbols. And so the event symbols are in access, which means when the file is accessed, in a trib, which is when metadata about it, the file changed, like permissions or timestamps, in close write, in no write, in create, in delete, in delete shelf, in modify, in move shelf, in move from, in move to, in open. And then there's in all events, and in don't follow, in one shot, and in only dir. And those are all separated. All those different words are separated with underscores. But uh, the one I'm going to talk about right now is in create. And so that means when a new file is in the directory, do something to it. And what I use it for uh, in this example is I have a Raspberry Pi 2 with Pandoc inst- installed. And I've talked about Pandoc before. 
It's a utility that is used to create um, multiple types of documents from other types of documents. For instance, from Markdown to HTML or to PDF or from um, from WikiNote, um, you know, the, the Wiki style note to PDF or HTML or even stuff like uh, reveal.js slides or slidey.js slides. Uh, I, I use it all the time um, and I have lots of other um, computers that I don't necessarily want to install Pandoc on because Pandoc itself is not that big. Um, but if depending on what distribution you download, uh, you download it with, sometimes you have to install all of Haskell with it. And other times you have to also install, um, if you want to use PDFs, you always have to install TextLive. Uh, and the minimum amount of TextLive is like a half a gig. So if you're hard up on, on hard drive space, you might not want such a heavy program. Like I have two computers that I use all the time. Both of them have 32 gig SSDs. I know I could put faster ones in there, or bigger ones in there. I have no reason to. Um, but anyway, the... Um, so after that, there is um, some wildcards that are, you can use to um, to identify the files and the directories. The wildcards are dollar sign at, which is the watch file system. So if you're going to refer to the path of it in the command that you're writing, it is dollar sign at symbol or in on the American keyboard is the shift two, and then you also have the dollar sign pound or dollar sign. Um, you know, the little tic-tac-toe looking thing, <laughs> which is the shift three. And that is the event related file name. So if you wanted the full, the, um, the full path of a file, it would be dollar sign at slash dollar sign pound. And then there's also dollar sign percent and dollar sign uh, ampersand. And those for are for event tags. And I haven't used event tags. I haven't had a use for them yet. So I'm not going to talk about them because I'm not exactly sure how they work and how best to use them. Uh, in the man page, it has some examples, but it's kind of a generic example. I'm going to go over a specific example of how I use it. So in particular, I, I, uh, have a couple of folders on my Raspberry Pi inside of a folder uh, on the inside of the user's home folder. There's a f directory called docs inside of docs. There's all these other folders, one for letters, one for notes, one for things I want to turn to PDFs, one for reveal.js slides, another one for standard operating procedures, and another one for um, validation protocols, some of the things I do for work. Uh, in any one of those, uh, there might be a, I, I will throw a markdown file because as I've said in other episodes, I write almost exclusively in markdown. And I have developed these really specific templates that all the documents that I want to write go into. And they, if it's a note, I, I always want to output it in a certain format. If it's a standard operating procedure, I always want it in the same format. And it's annoying to have to reformat those and I can use templates and then copy and paste stuff in there. But it's you know, anyone working with word processors knows that, you know, copying paste in and out and, and updating the, um, the styles is not, um, it's not very fast if you want to do it really quickly and if, and you want to do it uh, consistently the same way every time. So instead, oh, and I also have one for letters. If I want to write a letter that needs to be mailed and that's a professional formatted one, I have one for that too, um, which uses, um, which is a PDF, which inserts 
a signature and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's pretty cool. But um, I, what I do is I write the pandoc command in a.sh file, so in the shell command. And all I have to do inside of my cron tab, so to to use to make a new cron tab job, it's you have to get to the cron table in cron table, which is just like cron. So if I keep on mixing up, that's why it's very similar to cron. So if you ever used cron before, which is the kind of the scheduler, instead of going cron tab dash e, you do in cron tab dash e, and that will bring you to your um your your incron tab so for instance on my first line of my incron table i have slash home slash user slash docs slash pdf so in that directory the next command is n underscore create and then i say slash home slash user mkpdf.sh and then i have dollar sign at slash dollar sign pound which if I read it all the way out, it's in the directory of slash home slash user slash docs slash PDF. When a file is created, run the command mkpdf.sh on the file of the full path. And so what that file looks like is uh, very simply, it's a bash script that has file name and I get the base name of the file. So, you know, there, so my MKPDF takes one argument, which is the file name. So I get the base name of the file. I change the, I change the dot MD to dot PDF. I run a markdown command that tells about the geometry of the page and the fonts and anything else and, and the template that I'm going to use. And then I say dash O, put it into the slash home slash pi slash doc slash done, um, directory and then remove that original file. I probably could move that original file to a completed folder so that if I ever wanted to do it again, I could. And maybe that's something I'll do in the future, but for now, I just remove it so that when I go back and look at the directory, I can tell that it's done. Because if you don't, you could look in the done folder to see if it's done. But it's it, for me, it's just easier to look in the pending folder to see how many have already completed and how many still need to be completed. And so... You know, that's, it's a pretty simple thing. So after I throw a file in there, the job starts to run. And if you do a, a tail F on the, uh, slash var slash syslog, you can see that there's an event in the syslog that says incron's running and it says the command name and the file name. And then, so you know that it's working. And, or if you open up top or htop, you'll see that the command starts and, and it'll start running. And so what I usually do is I have the the root directory, so the home directory of that user on, Raz, on the Raspberry Pi mounted to my different workstations. And when I have a document that I want to throw into one of those folders, I just open it up, drag it from where I'm working on, and drag it in there, or, you know, Control-C, and then Control-V in the other directory. Uh, depending on what I'm doing and how complicated it is and how big the file is, uh, come back a couple seconds or a couple minutes later, usually no longer than 60 seconds, and then pick up the file in the drop-off spot in the done folder and, you know, email it, continue to work on it if there's post-processing that I want to do on it or anything else that, you know, my job might require. It's really convenient and allow, it's, it's doing, it's kind of the, the Unix philosophy of 
have, you know, do one job really well. So that Raspberry Pi is pretty much only doing a couple little medial tasks like running Pandoc, running a couple little things on Incron and Cron. That's all it does all days, Incron and Cron jobs. And, you know, it's very useful. There's, um, if you think about the nature of this command, it's very powerful. And if you've ever used Windows systems and you've ever tried to use a daemon or a watcher on Windows systems, it's not as straightforward. And to get something that is this straightforward and, and this simple usually costs a pretty good amount of money. Um, so I really appreciate having a command like this, you know, in my, just a simple install command away from any uh, Linux distribution I have. And I appreciate your time once again on Hacker Public Radio. This is Be Easy signing off. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.